I'm just walking back from lunch with my GD. Uh, I had a lunch break. Uh, and, uh, oh, by the way, I listened to the first couple of minutes of Donald Trump's State of the Union address, yeah, uh, which is the one he's making just after it's really uh, been confirmed that his impeachment has fallen over. I, I expected it to be a comedy show. Uh, I, I, I find him yeah, very listenable. Uh, but um, the first few minutes uh, was taken up by him uh, spruiking all the achievements that he has made uh, so far. You know, and uh, I'm sure he'll get onto the comedy later. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have time to listen to all of that uh, because I wanted to talk about influenza instead. Mm, it's a, it was a, you know, all these things you want to talk about, you know, Donald Trump, the flu. <laughs> You've got to weigh these things up, you know. You know what, which do you love more? Um, you know, he'll get onto the comedy. You know, he'll, he'll get stuck into Nancy Pelosi, I'm sure, but I'll have to miss that. Uh, right, um... I, I, at lunch, I was, uh, for fun, um, taking off Donald Trump, imagining what he's going to say about the failed attempt uh, by the Democrats to impeach him. You know, and, um, you know, Nancy Pelosi, you know, she, she might say, we, and, and my GD was making this joke, um, yeah, she might say, um, but we wrote it on parchment. <laughs> And the, yeah, to which I added, and and we used a different pen for every letter of uh, Nancy Pelosi's name. You know, as she signed it at the bottom, it had to be official. It had to work. It was so it was so beautifully done. It was so beautifully written out on such beautiful paper. How can it not have worked? And I can imagine Donald Trump making a few really good jokes about that. It doesn't matter how many pens you use. Nancy Pelosi, you lost. And here, I won. <laughs> Again, it's getting boring. I'm winning all the time. Yeah, sometimes I, 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 I want to lose just once just to see what it feels like, but I don't think that's ever going to happy, happen. Not with people like Nancy Pelosi around. She's not giving me a chance to even lose. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, but influenza, and uh, because I was... Um, I was mentioning coronavirus and my GD, I don't actually understand the mechanisms of viral viruses. Uh, sometimes I get still get uh, confused between viruses and bacteria and all that sort of thing. I'm not much on medical stuff. I have no interest. Uh, but uh, viruses are the ones who are, which are a, a lot... See, even now I'm forgetting. No, viruses, I think, aren't alive. And bacteria are. Look... Yeah, and that's why we have antibacterial. Look, I don't, I really am not good at that stuff. Anyway, but she explained um, how influenza works, and apparently it, um, it mutates readily. You know, every flu season it mutates into new strains. Ah, yes, I said to myself, I've heard of that before, strains of flu. And she said, when you get a flu vaccine, you are being... Um, protected uh, against strains for, that were discovered last year, but you're not getting protected against strains 
that will you know pop up this year you know and she said and, and let's say you know there was I said you mean like strains one two three and four she said well they kind of use letters a b c and d I said all right yeah she really knows a lot about this stuff and over lunch she only gave me the barest of outlines I could tell she knew a lot of stuff um the detail which you know I'll never get involved in but um you know here it is I'm telling you about the flu and I know nothing about the flu and that's what qualifies me to make a podcast about things like the flu Uh, knowing nothing about it is my qualification um so and you may be listening to this you say i'm not learning anything here i already know all this stuff well a podcast like this is not about you learning something that's not what i'm here for you know um it's uh, uh, my role in life is not to educate you or to tell you how to think or how to feel yeah, that's for everyone else, you know, I've opted out of that in this podcast. I'm here just to chat, and uh, and usually, uh, you know, if you know anything about anything, you'll already know about anything that I'm talking about in this podcast, and the best you can get out, the most you can get out of a podcast by me, an episode by me, is to hear stuff you already know, and just enjoying hearing that stuff that you already know, hearing it from someone else rather than yourself it's kind of nice to hear about stuff you already know about Um, people do it all the time on social media this is proven you know people jump into echo chambers all the time to hear about stuff that they already know you know to reinforce that stuff in their own head and also you know um to hear it from someone else other than themselves, it's vaguely comfort- comforting and enjoyable. So, as you hear about the flu now, enjoy hearing about stuff you already know. And, um, and as I speak, to that, add whatever you already know that I don't, which will be 98% of everything that there is to know about the flu. Okay, that's how to listen to my podcast. Yeah. Okay, now, um, the flu, so she explained to me, uh, you will, you know, uh, in 2019, we might have had strain A, B, C, and D, and, uh, and there will be a strain E and maybe a strain F pop up in... 2020 okay but what we do is we vaccinate ourselves against a b c and d and she said the timing oh v8 passing the timing is important uh she said um because oh listen to that note and um he's just parking outside my house i've reached home but i won't go in until i finish this episode um oh someone's coughing i better run inside She's got coronavirus. She looks a bit Chinese too. Oh no, she doesn't. She's African. That's fine. Uh, now, A, B, C, and D. You know. Um, so you um, now. She said it's all in the timing. And she says you've got to be careful. Um, you might as well put some thought into it. Oh, there he goes again. It is a beautiful sound. Uh, she said, it, it, what you do is you compromise your immunity. Uh, 
by being vaccinated, you know, still be vaccinated, she says, still be vaccinated. Well, especially if you're old or very young, uh, she is not vaccinating herself at present, I believe, but I, I just couldn't understand all the detail. Don't worry about all that. That's just technicalities and detail. I couldn't get less, you know. Now, um, there's just the ideas that I enjoyed hearing about, and it relates to this coronavirus too. And she said... Um, uh, try and time it. If you're going to be vaccinated, try and time it right. You know? um, because you will compromise your immunity a bit and leave you a little bit um, uh, exposed or at risk of um, strain D and strain E that's coming for you. you know? So she said, if you time it right, and she mentioned January or something, but I didn't quite understand all the months and the sequencing and the, you know, the process... But you will probably know all that. You know, I don't need to know that. I was just curious to see, hear, understand it in broad terms. I don't care about the detail. You know, I haven't been vaccinated uh, for the flu ever except once. I've, I did it last year, believe it or not, but I didn't do it for myself. That's a whole other story, which I'll get into. Um, so, um, there you go. Yeah, it's just that sort of... And she said it mutates quite readily influenza it mutates quite readily you know? and um and can be very deadly in fact I, I i don't know if this is true or not but i bet you it's more deadly than coronavirus um but the thing is we are pretty good apparently at creating vaccines for influenza but we haven't got one for coronavirus and that's why we're all scared about for coronavirus you know influenza is much more dangerous apparently i may be right and may be wrong on that but coronavirus you know we haven't got a vaccine for it as soon as we do get a vaccine for what are we up to the third strain of coronavirus that i know of you know is that a b and c you know sars mers and now well what they're calling just straight coronavirus i think they're all coronaviruses and uh, i think they're called coronaviruses because they when you look under the microscope at them they they have uh, looks like they're wearing a crown you know they've got spikes on them as if they've got a crown on you know uh, something like that. What would be the advantage of a crown? Well, they're kind of spikes, aren't they? The spikes of a crown. So I suppose they might latch onto your, what, lungs? I think it gives you pneumonia. Um, uh, my goddaughter was explaining that too and said um, <clears throat> coronavirus actually triggers pneumonia and that's what kills you, you know. Okay, viral pneumonia. I've heard of that before. Okay, so, you know, this is vaguely all about the way viruses work. Bacteria are a completely different thing. Bacteria are alive in and of themselves. In fact, I think um, we, we all arise from bacteria. I think they were the first life forms on Earth. Yeah. Um, from bacteria you come and to bacteria you shall return. You know, maybe that's the case. You know, bacteria might be God's chosen, you know, God's favourite life form. And we're only... Um, we're only a, uh, a moment in time in between that from which we sprung and that to which we will return. I don't know, but that's bacteria is a whole different thing. Viruses, uh, yeah, bacteria are life forms in and of themselves, just like humans are, as far as I understand. But viruses latch themselves onto existing life forms and, um, and compromise them. Yeah. Um, I think they almost mimic us ourselves do they 
you know, things like that. And the vaccines, I don't even know how vaccines work, you know, you probably do. Okay, now, so what she was saying is influenza, flu, um, mutates uh, pretty readily. Um, oh, it can be devastating too because I know of the Spanish flu, uh, which happened after World War One, and I believe it killed more people than World War One did. Uh, that was huge. It went all over the world. Uh, yeah, um, it would have been so devastating. You know, even here in Australia, there are only a couple of islands that were quarantined against it. You know, they they banned ships coming into them back then. But I think just about every country in the world was completely smashed. Not completely, we're still alive, I'm still here. Uh, So my ancestors didn't die. Um, But um, I know uh, Sunbury Training Centre, institution, asylum, mental asylum, lunatic asylum, whatever you want to call it. I used to work there actually. Uh, um, Was used uh, to house people with Spanish flu, and I think just about everyone who was housed there died. Yeah. Uh, we're actually housing people with coronavirus on Christmas Island right now. That's interesting. Uh, a few people, a few of those people who were sent to Christmas Island, uh, you know, because coming back from China right now, you have to be quarantined at Christmas Island. And if I was being quarantined at Christmas Island, I'd worry a little bit about being quarantined with people who have potentially got. Uh, coronavirus, you know, I might, I might actually take my chances and stay in Wuhan yeah, and try and stay in, in my unit, my apartment in Wuhan, rather than risk um, being bundled into an aeroplane with a whole lot of other Australians, uh, you know, previously trapped in Wuhan and being sent to Christmas Island. All right, number one, you're cooped up in an aeroplane, that sounds scary, with people who might have coronavirus uh, because the symptoms of coronavirus I've heard don't uh, come about immediately okay so you can catch a big beer from someone who's showing no symptoms that's scary Uh, that might be another scary thing about coronavirus when do the first symptoms of flu happen Um, I don't know yeah is it a bit like coronavirus or do you show symptoms really quickly Uh, these things I don't know and I don't have to know for the purposes of this episode, right. So, um, now I heard something on the news just this morning uh, that coronavirus does not appear to be mutating anywhere across the world. You know, people, there are people with coronavirus in pretty much every country in the world now, I don't know, maybe a half. And it would appear it's not mutating as readily as influenza does. I don't know if that's the case or not either, but that's a, I did hear on the radio that that's a positive sign. And now that my goddaughter has explained to me the mutation process, you know, and how you can get A, B, C, and then D and E, um, uh, you know, makes me think, ah, all right, I get, I get what that was all about and why that's a positive thing. If it doesn't appear to be showing signs of mutating, that means, I imagine, that if we can just create a vaccine, and Australia's onto that, and so is some place in San Diego and a few other places, but I know Australia's a world leader. Uh, well, I think we might have been the first. We grabbed, um, we, uh, grabbed a, a sample of the virus from someone who had the virus, the first person to come to Australia maybe with the virus, and we've been able to grow a culture of that virus in the lab, and being able to grow a culture of the virus in a lab is the first step, I believe. You know, about Arm Curie, 
style. Is it Madame Curie? I think it was. Was it Louis Pasteur? Uh, pasteurization. I always forget who's done what. And uh, did, were they married? Or was she married to someone else? See, I mix everything up. And um, uh, and uh, my grandfather was against pasteurization a little bit uh, because he sold milk cans and, uh, and he, he manufactured and sold milk cans. And pasteurization made him a little bit grumpy. Um, because blew his business sky high, smithereens style, and we're funny, we humans. He was rather against um, what pasteurisation does to milk. <laughs> when he was arguing against pasteurisation at the time, you know, a long time ago, when um, milk cartons started to come into vogue, he was rather against what? Uh, he was arguing that... Um, the process of pasteurization damages the milk itself. And um, when, you know, if you investigated it a little bit, he was probably thinking I'm a bit upset about what the process of pasteurization is doing to my milk can manufacturing <laughs> industry, uh, um, you know, factory. Um, so, but anyway, that aside, um, we're all a bit like that, probably. You know, I'm sure I am too. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. Now, uh, very successful too. And uh, so that's flu. It gets pasteurised. <laughs> oh, yeah. Might as well finish off with something stupid. <laughs> End of episode.